transitions can be hard. One moment we think we have it all figured out, and suddenly we are faced with the unexpected. Hi, I'm your host, Sarai Montoya. I believe that everyone has a special mission in this world, and through this means, I want to be a light in your path if you are ready to get inspired. Come join me on the Sarai Montoya podcast. Together, we will learn to maintain joy while navigating through seasons in life, a joy that is long-lasting and sustainable. I will be releasing episodes with topics to encourage you to continue striving to be the best version of yourself, but most importantly, the person God has called you to be. Thank you for joining me on this journey. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Sarai Montoya podcast. Thank you for giving yourself some time to listen in today. Before we start, I want to give a shout out of appreciation to Tarsus for leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Reviews let Apple know that you are enjoying this podcast and that helps us expand our reach so more people can find it and be blessed by it. If you haven't written a review yet and would love to show your love and support, go on over to the review section of this podcast and write yours in. It would mean so much to me. In today's episode, we will talk about seasons of life and how to embrace them in order to maintain God's everlasting joy. I will be sharing some personal experiences and I will close with some practical ways that I pray will help you embrace your current season in life. In nature, seasons are defined by the Earth making an elliptical orbit rotation around the sun. That rotation lasts 365 days or one year, and each season lasts about three months. Countries that are near the equator line don't get all the seasons. They usually get wet or dry seasons. Seasons have an enormous influence on vegetation and plant growth. Winter typically has cold weather, little daylight, and limited plant growth. In spring, plants sprout, tree leaves unfurl, and flowers blossom. And in summer, the weather is the warmest and you get the most daylight, so plants grow quickly. In life, seasons are defined by God, and He also has a specific time frame for the seasons He brings us. Seasons in life can be defined by periods of time where you have to wait a few months or years for a process to finish its course. Some examples of seasons in life include living with your parents, being a student, being single, dating your significant other, growing through health or financial difficulties, growing your business or career, or in my case, the season of early parenting. Such seasons are temporary and have an end goal. As a student, you look forward to graduation day. As a dating couple, you look forward to your wedding day. During times of illness or financial difficulty, you look forward to when things will get better. And as a parent with babies, perhaps you look forward to when your babies will start doing certain things for themselves. Nevertheless, 
We all have to wait for that certain season to finish its course in order to reap the benefits of that season. You can't receive a diploma without finishing those courses. You can't have complete healing without receiving certain treatments. Every season in your life has a purpose. No matter the current season you're in, you can be confident that it won't be for long. Embrace your season and allow God to help you complete with joy the season you're in. If you think about the seasons you've been able to experience in your own life, you will probably realize that there were times when it felt like summer. Life was warm and sunny, and perhaps you've had seasons in life where it felt dark, cold, and gloomy. You've probably also experienced seasons in life when it felt like spring. The flowers in your life were blooming. You were constantly flourishing and shining. As you keep reflecting and think about the fall season in your life, where you saw the leaves in your life changing color, where your thinking was different than others, perhaps more mature, where relationships began to fade. I don't know what season you may be in today, but it's important that you understand that every season that you encounter plays a part in helping you grow spiritually, personally, with developing your character, and to push you further into the person God called you to be. If you would think about life from God's perspective, you would realize that no season in life is ever wasted. It's important that you identify your season so that you know how to guard your mind and your heart during that time. And then appreciate where you are in your journey, even if it's not where you want to be. Just like the earth needs to go through its own rotation around the sun, Remember that every season in your life also serves a purpose. Ecclesiastes 3.1 says that for everything, there is a season and time for every purpose under heaven. Instead of learning ways to fight difficult seasons in life, dedicate more time in learning how to adjust to it. Once you're able to adjust and embrace the season you are in, and trust that God has a purpose for it, you will have peace. Every season has its purpose, whether it's a job change, a move in location, death of a loved one, or other challenges and changes. Seasons are a reality of life. Each season brings different emotions, offers opportunities to grow, and teaches us new life lessons. Therefore, how you embrace the current season you're in will determine your next one. Matthew 25:23 says, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. This scripture reminds us that if we can be faithful to God in the season we are in, then we can expect a greater blessing from Him in the seasons to come. Just like summer gives way to fall and fall gives way to winter, your season will give way to another. 
If your current season is easy, embrace the good. Enjoy it fully. Praise God for the good and share that good with others. If you're in a difficult season, embrace what matters most, your faith and your loved ones. Embrace the help God offers. He can empower you to endure. He can replace your sorrow with joy. It's not bad to like some seasons better than others. Some people prefer summer over spring, and others prefer fall more than winter. But no matter if you like it or not, every season has its ups and downs too, both in the weather and in your life. Spring has beautiful flowers and is full of new life that breeds positivity. But it also has thunderstorms, floods, tornadoes, and people suffer horrible allergies. Now, if you think of summer, summer is full of sunshine and vacations and picnics and playtime. But you then have to deal with bug bites and sunburns if you don't protect yourself. So, every season has good and bad. Whatever season you're in, that's where you are, and you need to accept it. Once you accept it, you can either be miserable and complain in the midst of it, or you can embrace it and find ways to enjoy it. No season is perfect. Therefore, it's best to choose to embrace where you are. It's easy to feel loved, valued, and happy when a season is easy. And it's natural to feel unloved, ashamed, or blame God when things are hard. Even when it looks like all hell has broken loose and you have nothing to offer, you do. Just ask God to show you, and He will. You can always rely on God, even in your hardest season. His love is greater than all. Embrace the good and give God the bad. He can make something good out of it if you give it to Him. Isaiah 40 verse 8 says, The grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of our God endures forever. In other words, no matter what season of life you're in, God's promises to bless you and prosper you will remain. Psalms 23 says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Remember to repeat these scriptures of truth when the enemy tries to make you think otherwise. You have nothing to fear because God is always with you and He will work all things for your good. I know life can be hard at times, but if you see your life in the form of seasons, it gives you hope that your struggles and your pain during that time, it won't last forever. Remember that God doesn't give you what you can't handle. He helps you handle what He gives you, but it requires that you seek His help, that you seek His presence, and that you give your burdens to Him and recognize that you can't do it without Him. God wants your worship, and sometimes it's during the most difficult of times that you are able to have a greater encounter with Him. Thinking in seasons will allow you to embrace life with more joy so that you can give it your best to care for yourself, 
for your family, or for a friend. Prior to having kids, my life felt like a season of summer. Nothing could really stop me. Anything I would set my mind to do, if it was in my power, I would get it done. If I needed to finish a project, I'd stay up late to do an all-nighter. In a way, productivity gave me a sense of fulfillment. I enjoyed seeing things get accomplished in a timely manner. However, if I were to look back at myself during those years, I was probably so focused that I wouldn't take much time to stop to smell the roses. I would probably pass by them and not even notice them. But ever since I became a mom, my life has changed for the better. Now, I even have several plants in my home and I actually water them. <laughs> Transitioning into a new season is something that is not always easy. But over time, if you grab a hold of God, life will feel much better. My kids, they're 12 months apart. Before my daughter was born, my son was very calm and he would entertain himself with any little toy or book. I was able to continue being my productive self with him. However, that calm motherhood season only lasted 12 months. Once my daughter was born, everything changed. My son, who was only one year old, he had a hard time sharing the attention and affection with her. It was a little bit traumatic because I started to notice that I couldn't be my productive self anymore with two little babies in diapers crying and needing to be cared for 24-7. After weeks of trying to transition into this new season, in order to protect my mind, I had to identify that I was now a mom of two babies under two years old and that my kids were now a priority. I had to switch my thinking to understand that nursing my daughter every two hours and changing my kids' diapers was also productive. That's when I realized that I had to reduce my work hours and shorten my to-do list. I had to be realistic as to how much I was able to handle while taking care of two babies. I wasn't able to take complete time off work because I'm the director and founder of a nonprofit organization called Christian Brigades that it's mainly ran by volunteers and volunteer staff, and I oversee them. So it was kind of impossible to disconnect from my team and to not be there for them, to fully help them out, to guide them and be there for them. As a mom, Working from home in the early years of my parenting, I would read many books to try to help me understand ways to feel more balanced. But nothing worked as much as having a dedicated prayer life. By having a prayer life, I was able to display the fruits of the Spirit towards my children when otherwise I could have grown frustrated with them. By the grace of God, I am now in a new season. My kids are in a full-day preschool program, and I am able to work more hours and continue growing the organization. Nevertheless, in order to enjoy my first four years of motherhood, 
I had to realize that work will always be there, but my little ones will only be there once. Thinking that way allowed me to be graceful with myself and not feel bad for not working and contributing to the organization as much time as I used to do before. This thinking pattern carried on with me in my new season that I am currently entering. Now I am more conscious about my husband's needs, my team's needs. I am more caring, more patient, and more understanding. But I needed to go through that early motherhood season to become who I am now. It was during that time that I decided to become a 5 a.m. early bird person to get my personal devotional time with God, my daily exercise before my kids woke up. It was during that time that I started to write my own morning devotionals. And it was during that time when God placed in my heart to start this podcast. So no matter what season you are going through, trust that something beautiful will come out of it because God's plans and timing are perfect. As a way to provide you with some practical tools, first, I want to share three benefits of enjoying the season of life you're in. Number one, when you enjoy the season you're in, you are more content and happy with life overall. When you change your mindset and accept the season you are in, then you are able to embrace it with grace. So try to find the positives that your current season brings and embrace them with love. Finding the blessing in your season can help you remain focused and cultivate a positive attitude. Vocalizing or writing the blessings in your life allows you to put situation and circumstances of life into a better perspective. Number two, when you enjoy the season you're in, you make the most of the present moment. You stop thinking about the future or the past and you embrace small moments with love. When you live in the present moment, you can stop worrying and trust that God is in control of your life. God knows the seasons, even before we do, and He promises that He will never leave you nor forsake you, and that He will be faithful to complete what He has started, and that His plans are for your good. Number three, when you enjoy the season you're in, you won't have regrets in the future as you look back on that period of your life. As I look back to my early years of motherhood, I am satisfied that I reduced my working hours in order to work from home and take care of my kids in the most important years of their life. Perhaps you're in a season where you are the primary caregiver to an ill family member or to a child, and it's been challenging for you. But know that there will come a time when you will look back and you will have no regrets later on. It's also important to dig deep inside yourself and identify what your values are to understand what brings you contentment so that you can enjoy the season in life you're in. So here are four ways to enjoy your season. Number one, ask yourself, what is most important to me? Dig deep and write down three to four things that are most important to you in life right now. Realize that perhaps some of those things 
may not be in your life a few years from now. Make sure that what you spend your time on is a direct reflection of the three to four things that are currently the most important to you. For example, if you say God is most important in my life, make sure that you have an allocated time slot for Him in your day. My quiet time with God, for example, is from 5 to 6 a.m. most days of the week. If you say your kids or your family are most important to you, make sure it reflects in your time within a given week. A week has 168 hours. So in a given week, how much time are you dedicating to the things that are most important to you in this season of life? Another way to enjoy your season is number two, make your to-do list shorter. Be reasonable with what you are able to get done on any given day and keep it at two to three priority tasks so that you don't end your day feeling unaccomplished. Perhaps create a to-do list for the week and each day tackle one or two items from your list. When I first became a mom of two babies under two, I would often feel unaccomplished with my daily work plans because I wasn't able to get them all done as I used to before. Eventually, I got to a point in life where I didn't want to feel unaccomplished anymore because it was very frustrating. And that frustration led me to establish more realistic goals for my new season in motherhood and thus be able to enjoy the small wins. Some of my daily wins switched from work accomplishments to parenting accomplishments. Seeing my kids face so excited to go potty in his little toilet for the first time will always be unforgettable and one of my biggest wins. <laughs> Another way to enjoy your season is number three, enjoy the process of accomplishing your to-do list. Whether it's items for yourself, for your home, or for work, rushing through tasks the entire way isn't a good way to slow down and appreciate your life for what it currently is. I enjoy accomplishing my to-do list so much more when I pair it with something that's fun for me. For example, when I'm working, I like to listen to music that helps me focus and I like to have my Hydro Flask mug next to me, sipping on tea or water as I work. Another example, when I'm cleaning and organizing my kid's closet, which could be a very boring task. I mean, it's tons of little clothes and socks. I pair that task with another activity. I open the window of their bedroom and let the air in. I put on my headphones and catch up on some of my favorite podcasts or listen to happy songs while having a tea somewhere nearby. If you struggle to exercise regularly, Maybe this next example might be for you. Recently, I injured my ankle and I had to stop running in order to give it time to heal. So I switched my morning outdoor runs to the gym. I definitely prefer the outdoors, but for the time being, to make this current injury season fun, I pair my treadmill incline walk with an audiobook. I put on my headphones and start walking. I get to learn while I walk and that makes it way more enjoyable for me. As you can see, you can find yourself more joyful when you pair certain unwanted tasks with other tasks that make it much more enjoyable. Another way to enjoy your season is number four, allow yourself to slow down. If you are like me 
and tend to feel guilt when you aren't as productive as you could be, try to cut yourself some slack. You don't have to pressure yourself all the time. Sometimes it's just more important to spend time with family and friends or relax and unwind instead of focusing on what you need to accomplish at home or at work. The work will always be there, but the people we love will not. If family is important to you, spending time with them should have an allotted space in your schedule. So this week, I want to challenge you to try to embrace your current season by applying the suggested ways we discussed today. So let's review three benefits of why you should embrace your season in life. Number one, if you embrace your season, you will be more content and happy with life overall. Number two, if you embrace your season, you will make the most of the present moment. Number three, if you embrace your season, you won't have regrets in the future as you look back on that period of your life. Now, let's review the four ways to enjoy your season. Number one, dig deep and write down three to four things that are most important to you in life right now. Number two, make your to-do list shorter. Number three, don't rush. Enjoy the process of accomplishing your to-do list. Number four, allow yourself to slow down. And before you go, I want to say a prayer for you so that God can be with you as you go about your day. Dear God, thank you for your word today. We thank you for being a loving and creative God. You organize our planet in a beautiful season that brings diversity into days, year after year. You are a faithful Father, and we trust that just as you are faithful to give us a beautiful planet and environment to live on, you are also taking care of our inner person. Lord, I don't know what season of life my listener may be going through, but in this moment, I pray that your anointing can fall upon them and that they can feel a fresh anointing as they go about their week to embrace the season they are in. Help them focus on the good and allow them to give you the bad so that you can create something beautiful from it. We trust you, we love you, and we give you all the glory and all the honor. Amen. Thank you for joining me on today's episode and giving yourself this space to join in on the Sarai Montoya podcast. To view the complete show notes and all the links mentioned in today's episode, visit saraimontoya.com slash podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at sarai underscore Montoya. And before you go, make sure to subscribe so that you may receive notifications right when new episodes are released. Lastly, I do have a quick favor to ask. If you're enjoying the podcast so far, I hope you'll let me know by leaving a review in Apple Podcasts. I'd love to read your reviews. Reviews let Apple know that great listeners like yourself enjoy the show and that helps us expand our reach. So thank you so much. 
I pray that this podcast truly empowers you to become a better version of yourself, but most importantly, the person God has called you to be. I look forward to talking to you next time.